changing. Everything is falling apart. There's all sorts of weird and wonderful things happening. There is, uh, everybody seems to have an opinion. Our government is uh, fallen, literally. They have uh, now uh, 17 different uh, political parties and they don't seem to be able to make a government out of that yet. It's a real mess. And uh, they're fighting like cats and dogs. So, uh, interesting world we're living in. Personally, things come to us as well. And then, of course, how do we react? How do we react? Right? Because, brothers and sisters, I can assure you, the world is watching you. Amen? Who's noticed that? The world is watching you, and the world is finding out, trying to find out how you're going to react on all sorts of weird and wonderful things. And they're very quick to point the finger if they think they can actually demolish your testimony. Very, very quick. Okay? So, we are now at Proverbs 15, verse 13. We're going to find out how we actually deal with this stuff. Proverbs, sorry, prediker. Proverbs, nee, Proverbs, sorry hoor, Proverbs. A confusion between Dutch and English here. Verse 13. A merry heart, talking about a testimony here, a merry heart, make it a cheerful countenance, so you look beautiful, you have a merry heart, but by sorrow of the heart, the spirit is broken. All sort of things going wrong, not very nice. Verse 15. All the days of the afflicted are evil. But he that is of a merry heart has a continual feast. How about that? The whole world is trying to uh, break the lockdown and having the parties again, start feasting. But brothers and sisters, we have a continual feast. If you understand what we're doing, if you understand what we have been given. Right? Proverbs 17. Verse 22. We're going to have a couple of pictures on the screen shortly. Proverbs 17, verse 22. A merry heart do it good like a medicine. Like a medicine, but a broken spirit dry the bones. A merry heart do it good like a medicine. A lot of talk about medicines these days. All sorts of uh, vaccines going on. Some of them seem to kill you as well. All sorts of stuff going on. Everybody is worried about it. I just read in the news just today that uh, somebody uh, thought he was getting an injection of Pfizer and he actually got AstraZeneca. And he was very upset about that because there's a bit of suspect about that, right? But here we have a merry heart or good like a medicine. So let's focus a little bit on the mechanics of this medicine. How does this actually work? The mechanics of this medicine. Point two, where do we get this merry heart from? Do we go to the supermarket and buy a merry heart? Do we go and uh, go win the lottery and have a merry heart all of a sudden? 
Where does the merry heart come from? The merry heart from the Bible, of course. And how do we keep it merry? How do we make sure that it stays merry? Okay? So, slide one. The mechanics. There we go. Slide one, the mechanics. You see a graph on the top there. I read what's underneath there. The top graph, the section from an ECG, electrical cardio. Right? Okay, so they measure your heart, Electro, electrocardiogram is called. Sorry. Standard procedure. Can you see it from there? Okay, well, look in one ear and out the other ear, that'll, that'll work. Right? Simply put, that is an, uh, an instrument that actually measures the electrical pulse activity of the brain. Okay? Now, the top one is uh, from somebody who is frustrated. He is uh, so frustrated that he becomes incoherent, which means that he cannot really speak properly anymore. You know, sometimes you, have got, you get so frustrated, you... you, you <laughs> right, you, you just can't... You think too fast, your mouth can't keep up with it, you just... <laughs> that's called incoherent. So somebody was very, 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 very frustrated. And you see that what happened with the, with the frequencies. Right? So it's all over the place. Looks very confusing. Looks like a very confused person. Right? The top graph is somebody who is having a good time. The bottom graph shows the frequency analysis of the ECG during a period when the person is experiencing deep, sincere appreciation. Sort of like sitting on the beach and watching a beautiful sunset. I feel very peaceful. Uh. Can you picture that? Right? Of doing something else which is really, wow, this is heaven. Right? Appreciation. A coherent spectrum, that means you can then speak properly. You don't have to stumble over your own words because the power is ordered and harmonious. So appreciation, the word is being used there. Appreciation of what? Appreciation of what you have become. What God has given you when he gave you the Holy Spirit. Thinking back on a beautiful day and going to bed and saying, thank you Lord for a beautiful day. I'm waking up in the morning and saying, thank you, Lord, for a fantastic sleep. <clears throat> right? Appreciating. And you see, that's an orderly sort of a graph. It's not all over the place. Now, this is the heart, remember? A merry heart. Do it good like a medicine. Okay? Remember all this. So the top graph, multiple frequencies mixed together. Very, very, very confusing. Bottom graph, just one frequency. Orderly, nice, singular, no double-mindedness. It's all beautiful. Okay? You got all that?
You have to make an exam, so it's already that, by the way, so keep in mind. Next. Next slide. Talking about the heart rate. That is how many beats per second your heart goes. And whether that's an orderly heartbeat or a confused heartbeat. Right? Interesting, the heart rate is variable for the top one. Variability plate pattern shows in the top graph characterized by its random jerky form is typical of feeling of anger or frustration. Anger or frustration. So it's irregular heartbeat, short of breath, feelings of panic. What's happening? Heart goes irregular, goes off together with chest pain as well. Right? If you have go to the doctor with a severe chest pain, you probably have a graph like that. Or similar. Alright? So the next one. Hates RV pattern, by the way. The bottom one, by the way, is somebody who was appreciating, again, the good life. Right? Sincere, positive feeling. States like appreciation bottom can result in highly ordered and coherent HRV. That's the four letters. Three letters had to sort out what it meant. That means heart rate variability. Heart rate variability. HRV. Okay? So when your heart goes... That's not a nice one. That's the top one. The bottom one is boom, ba boom, ba boom, ba boom, ba boom, ba boom, ba boom. Something like that. Nice ba boom. Okay? So there it is. Nice and even, no variability. Okay, now the next one is an interesting one. Next slide. Let's talk about the immune system. Now that's an interesting one. There's a lot of talk about an immune system these days. And there's all sort of stuff happening around this crisis uh, we go through. Right? And we see two graphs. The top one, or the bottom, the bottom line, the one sort of di dives down the menade, down, right the minute, down, down, right, is, is uh, sort of a person who is getting really angry and let fly. Right? And then you see the little line there, so it goes up a little bit because he lets fly. See, ah, oh, that feels good. Huh? I finally said my piece. But then it goes down, down and down and down and down and down and down. Right? So the top, the top graph is an interesting one. That's a, that's a different one altogether. The top graph is actually, okay, you just let go. You don't get angry. You just maintain your calm. Right? And you just let things go. Don't go out trying to make points. Right? And you see that you get a Good boost because you feel good about that. But then you feel, maybe I should not let people walk over me. Hmm. Right? Because that's what we're taught, aren't we, in the world? Don't let people walk all over you. Right? So we sort of feel, ah, oh, maybe I should have said something. Who's had that sometimes? You know, you, you actually have this very clever ideas about what you should have done afterwards. Amen? Should have said this, should have said that. So then you feel a bit bad, but on the end you go up and you end up a lot better 
than the first person. Now this is just simple science. But the Bible said already, for many thousands of years ago, a merry heart do a good like a medicine. So there we are. The Bible knew this already, what we now have discovered with science. Been there in the Bible for many, 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 many years. Amen? All right, so there it is. So there we go. What have we got here? Uh, bottom line, the immune system gets a little boost. Talk about the immune system here, eh, by the way. It's talking about your resistance against infections and against all sorts of things going on in your body. So again, this merry heart as a good medicine. It's got a lot of functions. Also, your immune system. Happy people don't get sick so often as miserable people. Simply put. Okay? So, top line, sharp boost, and then it goes down to normal, followed by a steady upward trend at peace. Fantastic. Good. Forgiving someone comes to mind. For example, I'm sure somebody sometime in the past has hurt you. Amen? Maybe you're sort of steamed up all about it. Not good. Be nice. Be nice back. Skip your romance about that. Right? That it is. Sometimes, you know, somebody comes to mind, but you think about forgiving. Forgiving people, even when they stepped on your toes, or even stepped on your heart, or stepped on your neck, or whatever they stepped. Just forgive. You know what? It's good for you. It's really good for you. If you are a lady, hello ladies, you marry a man, and you might think that you actually marry someone you can lean on. Uh-uh. You marry your first child. Believe me, I'm one. <laughs> Play the game. Right? It's like when you have a child, you have patience with your children. Some children do really weird things. You don't beat them up. They say, come on, Johnny. Don't do that. So have anybody called a husband called Johnny? Okay, there you go. <laughs> so the Bible was right, brothers and sisters. A merry heart, do it. In capital letters, good like a medicine. So where do we get this, this merry heart from? Let's go to Ezekiel. The prophet Ezekiel said quite a few things about the heart. Ezekiel 11, verse 19. A promise for the Israelites who really made a mess of it. At that time, were in Bellingshep. In, in, in they just were sort of among the other nations. And there's a promise there. It said, And I will give them one heart. Ezekiel 11, verse 19. A singular heart. And I'll put a new spirit within you. And I will take the stony heart out of their flesh and will give them a heart of flesh. Stony heart. I don't know whether you've noticed that, but 
if you look at movies these days, it's fashionable to have a stony heart. Not good for you. If you fall in the water, you'll sink. Ezekiel 18, verse 31. Ezekiel 18, verse 31. Cast away from you all your transgressions whereby you have transgressed, and make you a new heart and a new spirit, for why will ye die? Oh, how's Israel's? Why will you die? Goes for us too, brothers and sisters. Why would you want to die? I want to live forever. And all the people said. Fantastic, isn't it? Ezekiel 36, verse 26. A prophecy of the pouring out of the Holy Spirit, of course. A new heart also will I give you. And the new spirit will I put within you. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh. I will give you a heart of flesh. So the prophet Ezekiel had quite a lot to do with all this stuff. This new heart. This merry heart. Which is given unto us. When we receive the Holy Spirit. Let's go to Acts chapter 1. How the tackles actually works. Where it came from. Acts chapter 1. I don't know whether there's anybody listening who's not spirit-filled yet at this point in time. But this is how you get this merry heart. Acts chapter 1, verse 1. The former treatise have I made, O Theophilus, of all of these began both to do and teach. And in verse 4, skipping a few verses for time, and being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise. John 14 goes about this. Of the Father which said, He have heard of me. For John truly baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. And in verse 8, And ye shall receive power. Ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me in Jerusalem, in Judea and Samaria, and the other the most parts of the earth. So there you go. The Holy Spirit... A new heart, a heart of flesh, a merry heart, that it is power. And in Acts chapter 2, verse 1, they get together, of course, and verse 2, there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. So people started to speak in tongues, so to pray in the Spirit, filled all the house where they were sitting, and there appeared on them cloven tongues, or diverse tongues, powerful as fire, sat upon each of them. They were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. John chapter 4, they were given the ability to pray in the Spirit, to contact God in the Spirit. Fantastic. There you go. That's how it started. That's how it started for every one of us. And all the people said. Fantastic, isn't it? Romans 5. Romans 5. And then, Romans 5 verse 1, Therefore, as a result, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have also access by faith unto this grace, wherein we stand and rejoice in the hope of glory, in hope of the glory of God. 
And not only so, but your glory and tribulations also. That's how we started this day. What happens when everything goes wrong? The world is falling apart. You know what? You're going to just sit and relax and wonder how God is going to fix that. Okay, God, this is an interesting one. I'm just going to find out how you're going to fix that. In wonder. Tribulations, knowing the tribulation work in patience, and patience experience and experience hope, and hope make it not ashamed, never, ever, 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 because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost which is given unto us. For when we yet without strength, in due time, Christ died for the ungodly, and we were the ungodly as well. When Jesus gave his life for you, he didn't do half work, that was a fantastic thing he did for us, but you can probably never fully comprehend it. Fantastic stuff. So, point three, how do we keep this heart merry? Because I tell you right now, the world will uh, hate, hates merry hearts. And it will try to undermine you. The world will do that. Brothers and sisters, simply by appreciation. That's how you keep your heart merry. Simply by appreciation. Remember the graph? How great is your God? How great is my God? Confidence. Confidence. Growing an understanding of how great our God really is. Every day, understanding a bit more of it. Isn't that fantastic? Romans chapter 8. So, finishing here. Romans 8, verse 24. For we are saved by hope. And the hope of the Bible is more like an expectation. Saved by hope. But hope by the scene is not hope. For if the man see it, why does he yet hope for it? But if we hope for that which we see not, fantastic really, then do we the patience who wait for it. Likewise, verse 26. The Spirit. So we have this mysterious hope. Right, we wait for it, and in the same way, the same time, the same manner, the Spirit may also help with our infirmities. Our body is going to run down, no doubt. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit, there you go, make it intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And he that searches the heart, know what is the mind of the Spirit, because he make it intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God. So then we are called according to His purpose. Keeping appreciation alive. That's what's talking about here. Every time, wondering how great is you, God? What's He doing for you? What's He done for you? What is decent all for you? What's the Holy Spirit mean to you? Alright? And then we have a merry heart. We give a merry heart alive. And you know what? The best way of keeping us really and truly alive is Mark 16, verse 15. Go into all the world and preach that hope you have to other people as well. There is nothing so good for us as to see somebody getting baptized. We all know that when we have baptisms in the meeting, the whole meeting changes. When there is new people receiving the Holy Spirit, 
everybody is happy. That's our lifeblood. And the world is trying to stop this revival. There's all sorts of stuff going on. But you know what? It's our lifeblood. And it'll keep us going. And all the people said. Oh, 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 oh,